At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live out here in Las Vegas, your other host live in Denver, Colorado, James Salinas. James, how are you? Happy Monday to you. Happy post-4th of July. I hope it was a great 4th of July weekend for you, my friend. Great to be back on the air with you. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Fabulous to be back on air with you as well. Um, Yep, you know, I'm doing, I think, a James Salinas. I'm kind of drying out after the... uh, uh, the 4th of July weekend, but looking forward to getting after it this week, uh, certainly uh, starting here on a Monday. Uh, a couple things we need to get to. So the Jaguars, uh, they've signed Trevor Lawrence to the four-year deal, $36.8 million right there. Um, would you start him right away, or is this one of those Trevor Lawrence, uh, first overall pick, uh, Urban Meyer, let's fill it out kind of situation? Start them right away. Yeah. It's, you're the face of the franchise. They drafted you or the number one pick overall. And it's just a different day and age in the NFL. Now, Pritch, you know this, where the back in the day, the the new quarterbacks, the young quarterbacks, rookies coming in, whether you're a first round pick or wherever you were drafted, typically weren't. It was that first year was the learning experience. Sit there, hold the clipboard, learn from the, the quarterback in front of you. We're not we're gonna really take you know, we're gonna take baby steps with you. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no training wheels for these players anymore. You're number one pick. Uh, you're I think that's the expectation now for these first round picks, in particular for the 
overall number one pick is that you are going to be the face of the franchise. What are we waiting for? Let's get started week one. Yeah, he was cemented to be the number one overall pick for a long time. Uh, whether it's going to be the Jets or Jacksonville, it turns out to be Jacksonville. That's probably the great fit, uh, not only for a ticket situation, an attraction, uh, but he's Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this guy always wins. Wherever he's been on every level, he's been a winner. Uh, and I think with Urban Meyer, he's going to want to get that started quickly. Uh, James, I agree with you on that one. I mean, Trevor Lawrence should be, uh, be the starter game one. Uh, it's just, okay, will he be healthy, though? Because I know he had uh, the hamstring situation, uh, and then he's coming off of the non-throwing shoulder surgery that he had in offseason. That would be the only reason why right. he wouldn't start is because of health, not because, well, we want to bring, you know, t put the training wheels on him. Let's <laughs> bring him slowly along. Now, that forget about that noise. As long as he's healthy out there and capable to compete week one, he is the face of the Jacksonville Jaguars going forward. And, and I agree, it's a good fit for him. Better fit there than being in the pressure cooker that is New York when you're thinking about the New York Jets and where they're going to go with their rookie draft pick as well. Right. Uh, why don't they just round it up? $36.8 Just round up to 37 million get over with uh the athletics matt barrows uh, said that brandon ayuk uh, has the makings of an excellent accomplice uh for trey lance and his downfield passing ability how about that i mean he's a great talent and i think it, i think any players with talent want to be able to get the ball over the top and down the field and Thinking about how that offense is structured, or at least what Shanahan has done in the past, we know with the 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 running game and and the play action pass that comes off it, utilizing the tight end, utilizing the fullback. Uh, that's mm -hmm. another lost position in the NFL, uh, just to help to accentuate the passing game. Yeah, as far as as far as Lance is concerned, probably a different <laughs> story there. Yeah, they I mean, San Francisco did move up significantly to go up to yes, number they three did. to go get Trey Lance, but I don't know if the intention was because we need to go and we got to win now. That is, I don't know, does he give you the best chance to win right now? It's a terrific roster. Obviously, last year, injuries completely decimated that team and and really put them in the – they were last place in the NFC West, but it's a, not a last place roster by any means. But I just don't know if that was the, the, the impetus right now. You do have Garoppolo as long as he's healthy to sit back there and, and be your starting quarterback week one. I suspect that's what we'll see out of San Francisco. It'll be Garoppolo unless there starts to be a fall off, and maybe we'll see some packages for Trey Lance as the – whether it's week one or more so as the season progresses, see some packages for Lance to come in and see a few series here and there. But I think for week one starters, it's Garoppolo going forward. Okay, look at uh, Garoppolo for week one. Okay, I get that. Um, but um, the, the statement from Matt Barrows was downfield passing ability from Trey Lance. And it reminds me of what you were saying about the Super Bowl when Garoppolo couldn't connect with Emmanuel Sanders. That cost him the game. Uh, the big championship, the, the reason why they traded up to get Trey Lance in the first place. Why not just stick with Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, the only winning season the 49ers have, has had uh, with Kyle Shanahan uh, was the Super Bowl. That's the outlier, and that was Garoppolo when he was healthy. Uh, but here you have a situation where they drafted this guy number three overall, and you have this uh, rhetoric in terms of downfield passing ability. Very, very interesting. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. James, getting to the National Hockey League uh, game number four. Could we see a sweep here? The Lightning 
and the Canadians. I mean, the Lightning clicking on all cylinders. I, I don't know how you bet against them, but uh, if, you, if you're looking at this from a betting perspective, just a pure betting perspective, uh, you can grab the Lightning right now at minus 155 uh, in a closeout situation, game four, sweep situation, or Montreal, a chance to back them, plus 145 at home with maybe some fight left in them. I think there's probably still going to be some fight in that Montreal team, but ultimately just clearly overmatched from not only a talent perspective, the depth I think for Tampa has really shown out in these three, in these first three games of the Stanley cup finals, where it's not just predicated on the top line and the goal scorers that we all know, Kucherov, Stamkos, et cetera, uh, Brandon point. I mean, there's so many other, they're getting contributions from up and down that lineup of all four lines when they see the ice. And I think that's where we knew it was a very talented and a very deep team and then the championship they they just have that championship drive that when they need to turn up that intensity to a championship level they know how to do that they did that last year that's why they were the defend that's why they're coming into this as the defending stanley cup champions and now you're up three zero here i just i don't see any let up i don't see any reason why tampa would look to to not bring that intensity close this out when you have that opportunity the last thing you want to do you want to take a chance on anybody getting hurt we've seen the volatility of throughout for every league right now, whether it's National Hockey League, NBA, NFL, injuries left and right, uh, you don't want to take that chance. Why take that chance here and thinking about, well, we'll have a let. I don't think there's any letdown coming from Tampa. They know how to finish. This is the game, game clincher. Yeah, tonight's the night, I think. And so with that number sitting, yeah, let's just call it roughly a $1.60 in favor of the Lightning. Actually, I see it ticking up in a couple spots to, to $1.65. Pritch, there's only one way I could go to be the Lightning. I typically don't like to lay that type of juice, so Looking at the puck line, though, laying a puck and a half at plus 160, plus 165, I think that's probably the angle I'm going to go with. Thinking about the puck line now, they've covered the puck line in all three mm -hmm. games so far, have Tampa. And, yeah, I think we've also seen in these final games, these series clinchers for the team that's down, uh, they start to pull their goalie a little bit earlier. So if there is a lead by Tampa, and I suspect there will be, I think they close this out tonight. For me, rather than laying that juice, maybe there's going to be opportunities for empty net goals, too. To, uh, pad that lead but clearly from top to bottom just a really deep talented lightning team that has been on display all three games throughout this series you know James that's what I've heard too uh, the puck line might be to play uh, today I mean it is you know puck, uh, a point and a half there uh, but it's plus 165. And then the other side would be uh, the under. I, I think, uh, as you see, the over juiced up, actually. But the under plus 110, uh, the over minus 130 in this one uh, because of how Montreal might try to play this game. Whether they score first or not, I don't think it matters, especially the way that Tampa Bay has been playing. Uh, and then Tampa Bay in a closeout situation, they have that killer instinct. Uh, it's back-to-back -back situation. It's the expansion team, the Southern United States angle uh, that they might be motivated by James in terms of the hockey purists uh, not really lining up uh, with uh, Tampa Bay going back-to-back -back, uh, this year. I think so. I think you talked about it, the killer instinct. They have it. It's, that's mm -hmm. the championship medal, and this is the chance to go finish it now and sweep it, too. And now, it never looked, yeah, you were the champion, but you also <laughs> swept your opponent. I don't think that's happened in over 20 years in the Stanley Cup right. finals. So I think that opportunity here, it's just, they're just so talented. They're uh, up and down the lineup. They're so good. So as long as they bring that championship killer instinct, which I suspect that they will, I'd rather go, I think I'd just lay the goal and a half plus the 160, plus the 165 
five here. Like we said, they've done it in all three games, covered that puck line so far. And here in game four, I just don't know on the other side for the Canadians. It's been a great story, Rich. Mm-hmm. Great story for the Canadians. Right. Going back to the first series, down 3-1 to the, t- to the Toronto Maple Leafs, being able to get themselves composed and rally to go back and win that series, sweep right through the Jets, obviously get themselves into this position where they're at now. Now, obviously, you don't want to be down 0-3 in the Stanley Cup Finals, but it's been a great story for this Canadians team. Kind of, in a sense, the worst the first. When you're talking about worst record in the regular season in the NHL, that was what uh, was able to get into the playoffs with, with Montreal with that worst record. But great story, but it ends tonight here, and I think that's where I'll just, rather than laying that $1.60-ish, uh, I'll take the puck line here because I think Tampa will be, they'll be completely dialed in and focused from the get. I think we'll see a great 60 minutes of championship caliber hockey tonight for the Lightning, and they close us out with a sweep. James, the only thing that gives me a second doubt uh, or, or a doubt uh, here uh, in terms of this game and, and backing Tampa is the Tampa Bay uh, mayor uh, says that the Lightning should lose game four uh, and win it in game five. But I found that headline before the show. Uh, and then also on top of that, James, you have uh, the family aspect, not being able to go up to uh, Montreal and celebrate because of the travel restrictions, because of protocols and with COVID. Um, so the human nature of it, James, the human nature of it from a player's standpoint is something that, you know, those guys might be thinking about that a little bit. But I, not, not to where they're just going to go out there and tank a game. Uh, but if it's a thought, uh, you wonder how prevalent that thought could be in that locker room, though. I think you also have, I mean, mayor aside, sure the mayor wants to have it here and you want to have it at home. There's game five, another day for revenue to bring into your general fund there at the city of Tampa, of course. Uh, yeah, and celebrate it there. I mean, the mayor has no influence. To me, the mayor's got no influence over what this team is. Right. Think about I'm looking at this roster, how many of these players for Tampa actually are from Canada? So, yeah, you'd like to go and win in your, in your home country in a sense here. I just, I don't think any of that plays out. I think this team is just too good and this is you have the opportunity here the last thing you want to do is take anything lightly and say well we'll just go ahead and be able to go back and win in game five if we lose tonight in game four politics aside and where folks want to go with that yeah you can always go back you want to celebrate with your family well we'll see you we'll see you tonight we'll see you in the morning they'll be there quickly (laughs) it's you know it's not a super long flight they'll be able you'll be you'll not only be able to do that tonight and or tomorrow once you close this out you can do it all summer long so you got a great offseason plenty of time to celebrate doesn't need to be right there in the immediacy and sometimes even a little sweeter when you're celebrating Mm -hmm. on your opponent's home ice it's the other side of the opponent uh this way the montreal Canadiens saying well we're not going to let them celebrate on our our own ice i mean that's it's the other side of that uh so the extra motivation from the canadians uh it's just something to think about at least i did maybe uh pump the brakes a little bit on that one in terms of the puck line but i do like the puck line uh, it is uh, uh, one and a half right there, four plus 165, as opposed to laying uh, uh, 155 uh, here with the Tampa Bay Lightning. But a chance for the back-to-back champions, the Stanley Cup champions, that situation at minus 155, always intriguing, though. James, how about the Conn Smythe winner? Uh, who do you like in this one? Uh, Vasilevsky, he's minus 150. Kucherov, plus 125. Uh, Kucherov, I, I don't know if you can make a case against him right now. He's been incredible. 
I think, well, and we were, if you think about awards, it's subjective in nature when it comes to who is who was awarding, who was selecting, who was voting on these. And maybe there's a bit since the, for the Vesna Trophy, since it was Fleury that won that and not Vasilevsky. Maybe this is, in a sense, well, not not so much a, a, a part of a contrition here, but feeling like, all right, well, Vasilevsky throughout the entire playoffs, right? It's not just through this series. Throughout the entire playoffs, the most important player to their team, I think it is. Vasilevsky, and because he did not win that Vezina trophy, uh, maybe this is something where uh, a little a, a little voter bias goes into it here with Vasilevsky sitting at a dollar fifty. I don't want to go with Kucherov because it's not just and he's been he's been a special player throughout the playoffs, right? And, and that is that is definitely uh, on point as far as Kucherov's concerned. But here, between the pipes here, Vasilevsky's just been a special player, and I think because he didn't get the Vesna, maybe there's a little bit of that that voter bias to go and award him with the Conn Smythe, and I think that's probably what happens. Because the other thing, too, is within this series against the Canadians, we talked about it, the depth showing out for the Lightning. Mm -hmm. you're, getting, you're getting production goals and points being scored up and down that roster. So I think here it's, yeah, Kucherov's been tremendous throughout the playoffs for the Lightning, but if, it's, if I'm go I'm probably not betting it, but if I was, I'd be Vasilevsky. Yeah, I was looking at uh, Kucherov plus 125 for the reason, 30-point uh, postseasons back-to-back uh, -back, uh, here in this situation. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, uh, Mario Lemieux, that's the only two other players I think uh, you can speak that way of in terms of what Kucherov has done so far in the back-to-back -back situations with Tampa. Yeah, and it makes sense. Uh, it makes sense, Pritch. I just, well, it, I get a little skeptical yeah. sometimes when we start looking at these because we know they can be subjective in nature and just to trying to get into the mindset of where, because I think that's, it's different. This is a different award than, say, the Super Bowl when we were taking Tom Brady, what, plus 250 as the MVP. If you like, if you like Tampa, well, he was going to have his hands in it. And I think there was some sentimentality with that as well. But he also had to play well, which mm -hmm. he, he did just fine in the Super Bowl. But, this is a little bit different here, and I think for for Kucherov, yeah, the the body of work throughout the playoffs, it's it speaks for itself. But I think for Vasilevsky as well. But yeah, I think for me, I just I get a little weary. We start talking about the subjective nature nature of awards and voting, and so so usually I'll just steer clear. I'll put my money rather than with the Smythe, I'm going to be putting it on the Tampa Bay Lightning. To close. Good advice, uh, sound advice. To be honest with you, right there, James. It just because these bets are available, that doesn't mean uh, we have to pounce all, all over them uh, if we don't have an angle or something confident about that for sure. Uh, let's get to the NBA playoffs, the NBA finals. We have Milwaukee uh, and Phoenix. Not sexy to a lot of people, but I think it could be a tremendous series. James, your early thoughts on this matchup. Just like every other series for every team, basically, in the NBA status, looking at the Bucks side, what is the status of Giannis going to be, whether it's game one and or at some point during the playoffs? When does he come back? If he comes back, how effective is he? How healthy is he when he actually gets back onto the court? So it really makes it challenging. But I think what I, what we've seen from the Bucks when Giannis isn't out there is it was a concerted effort offensively to attack the rim and getting Brooke Lopez getting into the paint and being a force inside. Because <laughs> right. a lot of times he's stepping out. He's having to clear out because Giannis is going to be one where, you know, he gets the ball and he is going to put his head down and drive hard to the rim. You don't need big Brooke Lopez bringing defenders in there plus his big self in the painted area taking up space and, and cutting off driving lanes. You want that lane to be open so free out. You're going to play more five-out style of offense and, and pull Lopez out of the paint. 
great. So I think that's what was more interesting was the Bucks offensively seemed a little more fluid, a little more 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 better ball movement, and obviously more aggressive out of Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. Even Portis having to step into the starting lineup, making plays, and you know, in the going to the rim and getting good looks, high percentage shots inside the painted area. I think here that's where Giannis not knowing, I think that's it just makes it tough here. But from an offensive perspective for Milwaukee, I like what I've seen with the ball movement and the flow of the offense. It looks more fluid here, and it's lent to the fact that they've been able to put, at least in the last two games against Atlanta with Giannis off the floor, uh, looked tremendous offensively with a lot of players, at least from the starting lineup, putting a lot of points on the board. Absolutely, uh, James. A great matchup, uh, in my opinion, here. Uh, you have the angle of nobody really being in this situation, NBA Finals. You got Milwaukee uh, and the Suns, first time for Chris Paul and the NBA Finals and, and things uh, of that nature that you have to pay attention to, at least I will, um, from a matchup standpoint. Because that's what playoffs, that's what the finals are all about, matchups. And how can we exploit that? We saw when Giannis went down, like you mentioned, uh, all of a sudden Milwaukee found a way to share the basketball. Uh, and they were more productive. Uh, they executed the game plan. I think it made it tough for Atlanta, uh, who probably had a problem defending Milwaukee to begin with. Uh, but that really showed itself to me in that matchup. Uh, and then what the Suns were able to do from not only a bench standpoint, but the youth uh, that Chris Paul is able to uh, rally uh, and get them to raise the level of their play, too. You got star power from Booker uh, and Giannis on the other. Uh, we're at minus 190, Milwaukee plus 155. If we want to go correct score of the series, um, I don't think it's going to be a sweep, but looking at games six and game seven, the Suns plus 450. Uh, and then looking at the Bucks on the other side uh, and six plus 450 themselves and seven plus 650. I think for right now, it's, it's just hard for me to, to want to get involved in the series price because just don't know what the status of Giannis is going to be okay. and or how healthy is when he gets back into the series. But still thinking about the Bucks side um, without Giannis out there. Now, defensively, it's a struggle for them protecting the rim. And uh, so that's going to be that that's going to be a struggle. I think we're looking at these totals. I'm going to probably just get into uh, get engaged with this game by game until we start to see what is the impact of Giannis whenever he does come back onto the court but yeah I don't think this is going to be somewhere where it is going to be a sweep and I think Milwaukee's got enough it, you talked about the youth on the Phoenix side and aside from Chris Paul it is a very young a very young team Crowder's really the only other veteran that gets heavy minutes for that Suns team so and Chris Paul dealing with and he said it with his the ligaments and he's got ligament issues in his hand his shooting hand and didn't affect him didn't look like it affect him in that second half <laughs> in game six the closeout against Clippers right. he was on fire but plenty of other games prior to that, once he got back off of COVID protocol, did not shoot the ball well, got the shots that he wanted. He wants to live around that free throw line extended area. He got plenty of those looks, but they weren't going down for him until that game six clincher. Yeah, how impacted is he? Anytime you're dealing with whether it's ligaments or your shooting hand uh, for somebody like Chris Paul, that is very impactful. So I think that's going to be something to keep an eye on too because he did not shoot the ball well prior to that game since clincher against the Clippers. So it's not just a foregone conclusion for me that the Suns are just going to jump right in here and roll through it. I think 
think there's plenty of veterans on that Bucks side, and they're hearing it too, Pritch. And that's the only other that's the only other motivating factor that I love is that competitive pride. When you're being told you don't have a shot, and everybody's picking the Suns, picking the Suns in five, picking the Suns in six, and seven, etc. Uh, the Bucks are gonna feel like, hey, we got some we got some ballers out here too, and we're gonna make this a series. So if anything, I might get involved with just to start with the series going six games and or seven games. They're both plus 190. Right. Obviously, you can't win both, but I think this is going to go beyond five games for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, looking at the in game one right now out here in Vegas, James, uh, the Suns land six, uh, 217 and a half is the total. I tell you what, the, the, the Bucks and, and their journey uh, has been tougher than what the Suns have gone through. And I wonder if that adds to the moxie or confidence thereof, too, uh, when you look at these two teams. Giannis has gotten everything that he wanted. He wanted to sign the max deal. He got the max deal because he uh, Milwaukee brought in players that could help him. Now you're in a perfect situation. We'll see how healthy he's going to be, though. But I think it's an intriguing matchup uh, between these two teams in the NBA. Uh, getting two old guys versus not so old guys, almost old guys. Uh, the match that's coming up next. We'll break down what we think is going to happen. That's next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Have that state-issued ID. Open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. Uh, James, the match. We got old guys versus almost old guys. Uh, Rogers, DeChambeau, minus 190. Uh, Brady and Mickelson, uh, plus 150. I think the most intrigue will be if Rodgers is going to give any hint or any idea, maybe some trash talking from Tom Brady to indicate where he's going to play this year. That's probably the most intrigue in this match tonight or in, in tomorrow night. I think there'll be some trash talking going forward and, play, and playful in nature. Obviously, it's all in jest, but also uh, Charles Barkley is going to be doing the commentary <laughs> and he's not one to he, he he's not going to sugarcoat anything. So I think from that perspective, I mean, it's an exhibition. So right. thinking thinking about it from an exhibition standpoint, as far as entertainment, that's really what this is. This is about entertainment. It's not I'm not going to sit here and say I've, we're, I'm going to find an edge in Tom Brady's short game or any kind of thing like that. I mean, you make Tom Brady a dog in anything. I'm probably gravitating say yeah give me Brady and I knew you were going to say that today, kind by of, the way it, right and any kind of thing he's going to compete in right because he is such a competitor that's but right I don't, have any idea, I don't have any idea what his golf game is like and I don't have any idea what what the golf game is like for Aaron Rodgers outside of I uh, don't really think he's been focused on football very much so maybe he's really been out on the links uh, improving his golf game over the fact that he did not go to mini camp for 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 the Packers and has been stating for the last few months now that he wants to leave and be traded now does that happen I can't see it happening I can't see Green Bay doing that but yeah, maybe there's some kind of hint that comes out there. Maybe uh, whether it's through through some of the trash talking that goes out there on the course or Barkley getting his two cents in there as mm -hmm. well. And or uh, maybe we see some different gear being worn by Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? I suspect not. But uh, I think it's, again, taking it all in perspective is an exhibition is there for entertainment. And I think from a, from that perspective, it should be fun. It should be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. Look, look, DeChambeau, he's all over the place. I don't know what's going on in his mind right now. Uh, I'm not going to lay 190 with that uh, basket uh, nature going on there for the DeChambeau. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be competitive. Now, on the other side, James, to back uh, the old guys here, plus 150, Phil Mickelson's a hustler. We know that, right? Mm -hmm. he, he won nine mil against uh, Tiger on, in the original match. Uh, they almost came back uh, against Tiger and Peyton uh, to almost win, uh, whether or not uh, you know, you're talking about spotting them or, or just that was strategy. Who knows? But I can see Tom Brady uh, and the hustler Phil Mickelson trying to get in the head of Aaron Rodgers. Easily. Absolutely. And you talk about a hustler. I mean, there's going to be a lot of side action going that too. on. And a lot of it will be precipitated by Phil Mickelson. He is not one that is, a, he's not afraid to fire discipline aside. He, he likes to get out there and, and gamble. So I, that from that angle too, Pritch, I mean, that makes sense. Cause I think that's where, yeah. Can you play some mind games and get into the head of your opponents here in the case of Mickelson and whether that's betting on a putt, who knows what's going to be said in between, in between, between holes and mm -hmm. or even when they're on the holes uh, to try to get and play mind games. And I think for both of those guys, 
Brady Brady is one the competitor that he is, uh, but also the other side with Mickelson. To your point, the hustler that he is. I think that it just makes it just makes for good viewing. It's good entertainment. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. The fact that you said to back Brady as a dog, uh, I mean that probably gave confidence to my thought process on this too between Tom Brady and Mickelson, uh, and we got DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I I can see it already. You're lining up a putt for Aaron Rodgers an eagle putt. Uh, you make it. You're going to Green Bay. You're going to stay with Green Bay. If you miss it, you have to try to get to Denver. How about that? There you go, right? Yeah, maybe so. And then, then working and getting on his head. Now, does that get to Rodgers? I don't think so. I think Rodgers is, is treating this. And, hey, I mean, he's obviously a, a very competitive player, too. But, yeah, I think for, for this perspective, just the whole different element of Rodgers. And I think that's probably, if anything, we're watching, aside from watching how uh, Barkley is going to, have, what his commentary is going to sound like during this, dur- during this exhibition, that's going to be a lot of fun. But as far as Aaron, maybe just trying to see if anything comes out of where that might go. I mean, he wants to leave, but that doesn't mean that the Packers are going to do that. So maybe this is another platform for him to continue to uh, to, to vocalize and validate why he wants to leave. There you go. Try to get the uh, leverage uh, back on his side if he can. Aaron Rodgers, DeChambeau, minus 190. Brady, Mickelson, plus 150. The match, setting it up. Home field advantage, I think, for Tom Brady. I think he's got a place out there in Montana. Uh, coming up next on the program, Chuck Esposito. We got big hockey game four coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball season is in full swing, so it's the perfect time to work on cashing tickets every day. Our VSIN experts give you all the tools to make the most of every baseball bet, including live odds and analysis for every game on vsin.com slash MLB and our daily members only best bet emails. Now is the time to start your free trial and take advantage of all the betting opportunities this baseball season at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today, and happy to bring on to the program right now Chuck Esposito, Race and Sportsbook Director at Station Casinos. Chuck, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. How are you today? Doing great. Uh, trying to break down earlier. We did break down game four, Tampa Bay on the road against Montreal Canadiens. And uh, James and I, I, I think we're in agreement, maybe looking at the puck line in this one, uh, Chuck, uh, you can lay a dollar fifty-five to back uh, the Stanley Cup champions as well. Uh, the situation where Tampa Bay is just superior than Montreal and everything that Montreal does, uh, it makes the case for back in Tampa Bay in this closeout situation. It does, guys. I, I think we've seen it too across the betting counter. Um, you did see some action on Montreal in Game Three, uh, but the way that Tampa looked in Game Three, uh, we're heavy on um, Tampa side. Uh, puck line and this game over. I think there'll be a lot of scoring here. Um, on the flip side, though, we're in really good shape uh, on Tampa as far as the future book went. They were kind of like a little bit of a forgotten team just in the division that they played in, finishing third behind Carolina and Florida. And although they were defending champs, uh, Kucherov missed a large part of the season. Sam Coast did. So everyone didn't know how healthy they'd be or, or how right they'd be when the playoffs started. So great shape on Tampa to win it all. 
But uh, as far as this game goes, we're really high on the Lightning right now, and I think it's just going to get uh, continue to trend that way leading up to puck drop tonight. Chuck, you mentioned the total, and now base, I'm here in Denver, and it's five across the board, but it's continued. The juice is really driving towards the over. Sitting here, I see a number of juice sitting at $1.45. Not sure exactly what it is at your book right now, but thinking about if that juice, you said the money's coming in on that total and going over, would there be a point? Is there a point right there where you'll move to five and a half, or are you still sitting at five? No, we're still sitting at five, but there's definitely a point that we would. I think it's interesting to, to note that in, in games that Tampa had a chance to close out or in closeout games, they shut their opponent out in all three rounds so far. So they've just, they're just such a good team that I, I know that the way they've scored and the way that, that Montreal's played, it says to bet this game over. Um, and you figure if Montreal's down, they'll even pull price earlier in the game, uh, especially if it's by multiple goals. Um, where you could get a few empty netters to push that game over. I think all that's kind of contributing factors uh, to why we're seeing fairly one-sided overplay so far, guys. And then, Chuck, uh, what kind of uh, uh, business are you seeing when it comes to the Conn Smythe? I mean, this situation, uh, Vasilevsky, uh, Kucherov, it, it could be competitive, but James made a great point earlier uh, from a subjective standpoint. Uh, Vasilevsky did not win the Vesna Trophy, and so maybe uh, there would be some sentiment there, even though Kucherov has been amazing the last two years in the playoffs. They've both been phenomenal. <laughs> um, I, I, look at Vasilevsky. I mean, he's just such a, a big goaltender and, and so athletic, and you're right. He, he didn't win the Vesna. Um, it's tough in that league to repeat. There hasn't been a whole lot of repeat champions in the last uh, 10 to 15 years. So we know how difficult it is. All of you teams like the Kings and Blackhawks who have multiple cups in that stretch, but weren't able to repeat. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if it's Vasilevsky. I would make him the favorite, guys. Chuck, I want to switch gears and let's move on to the NBA Finals. Game one starts tomorrow. And from a bookmaking perspective, how challenging has it been this entire season? We know that there's question marks about Giannis. What is his availability going to be for game one and or the series? Then if he does come back, how effective will he be? And they're not alone. We're the Milwaukee Bucks with injuries. The key stars, so many teams, so many all-star, superstar caliber players going down so far through the playoffs. I'm just wondering from your side, side of the book having to set numbers how challenging has it been to put numbers not only on this series here with the question marks about uh, about Giannis for game one but also just throughout the duration of the playoffs how have you guys had to kind of navigate all of these injuries it has been extremely tough and you hit it right on the head. I mean it was not just this series or the last one between the Bucks and the Hawks when you think about the Nets and, you know, not having all three guys healthy, and we looked at that, how good they are with all three, you know, what their record is with two and then with one and how that affected them. Uh, the AD injury to the Lakers and how it affected the Lakers. Everybody kind of thought it would be Lakers-Nets, yet neither team was healthy. You then have the situation with Leonard uh, and the Clippers when, when he was hurt, and then Trey Young and Giannis. It isn't just stars of these teams. We're talking about some of the top ten players in the entire league. Um, it has caused us to move games a lot quicker, uh, flip things around, adjust accordingly. Um, we're an information era guy, and the other, you know, the guests on the other side of the counter are, are extremely educated. They're paying attention to this stuff too, um, and it has been difficult. I mean, we look at the NBA over the last few years, and with you know, players taking days off and maintenance days, that kind of pales in comparison to when it's a uh, you know a playoff game or a championship series when some of the best players in the league might not be on the court when this game starts. 
Chuck, I do want to focus on what you said, the, uh, the more intelligent customer, certainly. Um, okay, LeBron James, we, we see him repeatedly. Uh, maybe uh, NBA betters would look for star power uh, when it comes to the NBA Finals, but you have two evenly matched teams. Uh, so from an education standpoint or an educated better standpoint, uh, it, that's going to be challenging for you guys, I would imagine. It is. I think when you, you look at tonight's game or this series, guys, tomorrow's game, excuse me, I mean, the Suns, Paul, maybe, you know, a little bit banged up. We know Book in the nose. But, I mean, Giannis is, is the difference, I think. You know, without him, of course, it's a totally different series. I think he could have played in a game seven if everything that we read was correct. So he gets a little bit extra rest in this. I think the matchups, you know, with, with, with you, when you have Giannis on the court, it is going to present some problems for the Suns. Got to be able to make some free throws. Um, as far as the series price goes, clearly we've seen action on the box at the, at the plus price here. Although, again, similar to the, to the NHL, much better position on the box to win the NBA championship than the Suns. So we'll see how it all plays out. But Giannis is such a big part of this. And we have seen some buck money start to show. Chuck, before we let you go, we got about a minute here. Just thinking about Giannis, if he does come back, not if he does come back for game one, how do you adjust that number? What kind of price do you put on somebody like Giannis, not only to the point spread, but also to the total? Well, I think in the spread first, guys, we kind of looked at it from the time we put it up. And early on, we saw a little bit of action on the Suns laying it. But we kept thinking that, you know, if Giannis plays or if we hear that he's going to play, this number's not going to go any higher. So I think a lot depends on what happens in tomorrow night's game. But I think it's going to be right around where it is in that four, four, four and a half range if Giannis is healthy moving forward. We'll see what develops. Uh, Chuck uh, Esposito, race and sportsbook director uh, at Station Casinos here in Vegas. Chuck, that was awesome. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys, for having me on. Catch soon. Uh, absolutely. Look forward to that. Uh, Come up next, James and I, we're going to go over some NBA player props for the NBA Finals Game 1. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sign up today and win $100 when you place a $1 wager on the Notorious One to get his revenge in the main event of UFC 264 on July 10th. Uh, sign up using bonus code VSIN100 when you place your bet to take advantage of the, this knockout offer. And it's a new customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you feel you have a problem, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER. In New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line, 800-889-9789. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. Uh, James, player props here to discuss for game one. Uh, again, waiting on Giannis and his condition and situation with the injury. Uh, but right now, Booker, 38 and a half for points, rebounds, and assists. I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be difficult from a matchup standpoint to really jump on player props today. Uh, maybe uh, be, some, be patient here uh, when it comes to some of these player props. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think with Giannis, whether he's in or he's not, I think it's a different defensive team, right. especially guarding the the interior for Milwaukee and a lot more holes to be had when it comes to driving the ball. Although the Suns aren't really a team that are attack all the way to the rim outside of eight enough, a lot of those uh, ball screens. And they also will feed him in the post at times too and play through there. But if Giannis is not on the floor, yeah, defensively, it's going to be dip more difficult for Milwaukee to contain the interior. But is that really going to be a place where the Suns want to exploit? Because for the Suns, we already know Chris Paul loves to live in that mid-range game, free throw line extended. Booker's very, very good at that mid-range game as well. Booker can score at all three levels. Mm -hmm. But I think with the – he it doesn't seem – well, and also he was – you know, Patrick Beverly was on him everywhere he went. George, like the Clippers are really physical. With right. the, the Clippers are really physical with the Suns all the way around in that last series. And I think that's something to look here, too, because this is uh, it's a big team. It's a big physical team in for Milwaukee. And if Giannis isn't in there, well, what does that look like for certain other players? And let's look down the list a little bit further, Pritch. And looking at, well, let's start with Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. And so, because the only player props that we have are for the Phoenix Suns, because we know who will be on the floor for them. Uh, thinking about Chris Paul, now we talked about the the ligaments in his, in his hand, his shooting hand. He's dealing with that. He's appreciated some time off to, to be able to continue to heal. But aside from that game six, clincher against the Clippers. He did not shoot the ball well prior to that. He got the looks he wanted, but they were not going down for him. 
I suspect if he's not, obviously his, his hand's not completely healed at this point, even though he had a few days off, I'd be looking more so staying away from his point total. But for Chris Paul, the assist and looking for that to tick up because I think he'll be looking to. He knows, yeah, it's, I, I'm the leader of this team, but I got to get my young guys involved. I got to build some confidence with these guys early. I don't want them just standing around watching me roll and, and shoot the basketball. I got to get them into the flow of the game early, get them some good looks, let them see the ball go through the net, build the confidence because it is such a young team. Mm-hmm. I'd probably be looking at his assist sitting at eight and a half as far as the first one to get to. I'd be looking at Chris Paul over eight and a half assists. You know, Chris Paul's never been in this situation, and you know, James, that uh, the fellas are chiming in. They're calling him up. All the guys that he knows that have been in the finals and kind of been in this experience, because uh, he's probably asking those questions. What to expect? Uh, you know, how should I play? How should I approach this? Uh, his ability to create, too, uh, I wonder if uh, Milwaukee can do anything from a uh, matchup standpoint defensively or from a scheme standpoint uh, to not allow Chris Paul to be comfortable. Because if he's not comfortable, obviously, uh, that's going to put pressure on those young players out there. They're going to have to be physical, and I think right. that's what we'll see with this Bucks team. It's, yeah, they have some challenges defensively. The way that they're built, they're constructed, their philosophy on the defensive end, it, it does allow for that mid-range game to open up, and because of the drop coverage that they do or the soft coverage, as I like to think it is, uh, with the way that they attack or the lack of how they attack ball screens and really want to funnel everything out to the perimeter for their opponents to shoot, shoot further away from the basket and get open looks out there. Now for Phoenix... You know, it is a young team. Now, Crowder, we know, definitely has the ability to shoot it, and he's been there and done that in the playoffs before to knock down shots. I don't know about some of these other players here, though, Pritch, and thinking about somebody like they're going to have open looks, but I'm digging into somebody like Mikael Bridges. Mm -hmm. And Bridges, watching him through the playoffs, now he has the ability to shoot the basketball, but in that series against the Clippers, they got really physical with him. There were a number of possessions on the defensive side where he was having a matchup with, they, they, they looked for him, did the Clippers. They looked, who was he guarding? And we're going to exploit that because, you know, he's 6'6", he's got some length, but he doesn't have any strength. And they really pushed and abused him on the interior and got physical with him on the offensive side as well when they had the basket, when the Suns had the ball, and you saw, and I watched body language, Pritch, and I saw the the lack of confidence. He came in throughout the, as that playoff series progressed against the Clippers, really saw on the offensive side for Bridges, his confidence really looked rattled, and where he didn't want to shoot, he had open looks, didn't want to shoot the basketball, and when those shots were coming up, they were nowhere close to going in the basket. So, here's the other piece, too. Now, Cam Johnson did not play in that series clincher. He was out right. with his... his ailment wasn't I don't it wasn't COVID related so he should be fine but I think somebody that has the ability to shoot the ball with confidence like Johnson does I think we're going to see more minutes as the series not only through game one but as the series progresses more minutes for Johnson on the floor and maybe less minutes for Bridges so looking at his point total sitting at 10 and a half it's juiced pretty high to the over I'd be looking to go the other way and bet against the achievement of Bridges because I don't (laughs) like where his confidence is right now I got a question for you because I, I might be skeptical about Chris Paul and this this ligament situation because I saw him uh, after that game how jubilant he was as he's going to the finals I mean he was high-fiving low-fiving side-fiving everybody uh, with all kind of hands James and uh, and so I know he's got the injury so from a better standpoint because from a player standpoint maybe the adrenaline you're not really thinking about that okay we have to disclose some type of injury I get that but uh, from a betting standpoint, James, is that something that, I mean, it sounds like you're really paying attention to uh, the situation with Chris Paul. 
just was seeing how he shot the ball. And now, yeah. again, game six was sensational shooting the mm -hmm. basketball. Got the looks that he wanted. He got the same looks in in that in those other games there in Los Angeles, but did not shoot the ball well. Wasn't going down. And anytime you're dealing with a hand injury, shooting the basketball, yeah, you need to have. You don't want to have that wrist injury or the the ligaments, whatever that might be. Yeah, yeah maybe there's. He had 41 in that game. That. <laughs> you're talking and, about. No, yeah. and, he, and, he, and he lit it up and he knocked it out. Right. He also had eight assists in that game. Yeah. But I just think going into the finals here, he knows he's yeah he, he's gonna have to shoulder the he's gonna facilitate the offense, but he needs to get his young teammates involved mm -hmm. and get them seeing that ball go through the net. I just think confidence wise, because here's the thing with the Suns, it's you know they they're a deeper team. Don't like the Bucks depth at all. They really have no depth. So. But they are very physical, and I think that's going to be the game plan for the Bucks on both sides of the floor, not just defensively get, trying to get up in you and be physical with, with the Suns when they're on offense, but I think on the other side, try to get out there and be very physical. Porter, Portis, big physical player. Right. We know Brooke Lopez, when he is in the paint, incredibly uh, physical player, too, to match up with Aiton. But then looking down the list with some of the other players there with the Bucks and the style of play, we know P.J. Tucker is going to get physical with you. He's not a player that's in there to score basketball. It's he is there to he's he's trying to be that get into your head and be physical with you on that spot. He's a strong player. Portis as well, like we talked about. And Middleton. I think Middleton, that mid-range game for Middleton, if he stays away from the, falling in love with a three-point shot, he did it against the 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 Hawks quite a bit, where we're talking about Herter and or uh, a couple of Bogdanovich, not fleet, you know, they're not big players mm -hmm. and was able to muscle and get create space to get his mid-range going. I just think there's opportunities for the Bucks to be physical with this Suns team because yeah, they've plenty of finesse, plenty of great players and scores on that team for the Suns. But aside from Aiton, not a lot of physicality on the on, on really either side of the floor when the Suns. Yeah, I mean, looking at Aiton's props, too, for points, uh, rebounds, and assists, uh, combined 28 and a half, a uh, double-double for points and rebounds, 15 and a half uh, for points, 11 and a half for rebounds. It's going to be tough sledding for him, I would imagine, in the paint. He's a high-percentage shooter, uh, but he takes those high-percentage shots, too. I would think the Milwaukee, uh, they're going to have an answer for that. Yeah, and just think about how the, the rotation is going to look if Giannis is not out there. You've got Portis, big physical player. Mm -hmm. Lopez going to be a big physical player inside. I think they've got the size and the girth to be able to deal with Aiton. It's just that mid-range game, that's going to be the killer for them, and is Phoenix going to make those shots? And somebody like Booker, I think that's somebody that I think is going to be able to emerge okay. and have a lot of clean looks is going to be Booker as opposed to Chris Paul. And I'd be looking more so. That probably won't get involved with any of the player props for game one until we know exactly what the status is going to be for Giannis going into the series. But here, I mean, I'm not ready just to just to get, concede the championship and say, well, it's just strictly going to go to the Suns. I think the Bucks are going to come in very motivated, come in as the underdog. It's sitting at six right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm kind of hoping if Giannis doesn't play, we might see that number tick up some more, and I'm going to be taking the Bucks in game one. Okay, uh, because I'm looking at uh, the Bucks uh, from a situation from Giannis playing or not playing uh, in the roles that, that's going to be carved out. For for instance, Holiday, uh, we know he can score, but they might need him more on the defensive uh, end of the floor uh, against Booker, for instance. So you know, you look for those matchups. At least I am uh, finding out that information about Giannis is going to be so key, though. 
Yeah, and finding out the information. And then how do these teams adjust, right? right. I, you know how much I really like Monty Williams, mm -hmm. coach of the Suns, uh, and the ability, not only what he's done off the court with his team and set the culture and, and build chemistry with the young players and everybody knows their role, uh, but also his ability to adjust. And I think that's where from game to game, looking at what these adjustments look like. And for the Bucks, not a whole lot of options because they're not only with Giannis being banged up, but it was already a short team. Uh, they didn't really play a whole lot off the bench. It is going to come down to those starting five, but being physical. I think that's what I'm going to continue to look for in this series. How is the game going to be? How is the game going to be officiated for one? Because I think the Bucks know they are going to have to be physical with uh, a more of a, a slender type of offensive finesse team that, that we see in the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, we're looking forward to this matchup. Uh, Budenholzer and uh, Monty Williams uh, out there too, coaching. Going to have to break that down. Uh, JVT is going to be on a program in hour number two. All kinds of questions for our NBA expert here at VSN. That'll do it for hour number one. Hour number two starts with Major League Baseball. Big schedule there as well as some divisional uh, situations uh, picking the losers uh, in each division in National Football League. We're going to do that in hour number two. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.